Let's let's go ahead and get get this podcast going, right? Yeah. The episodes going. Well, we're gonna right? get we're gonna just, just get this over with, right? Get the or technology, just rip uh, the bandaid off, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, it's been two weeks. Uh, I think since our last, yes, yeah, so I think it's been at least two at weeks. least two weeks. Why well, had ding ding on, and I haven't edited that podcast yet. So but, no, you guys did an entire episode. So fa- like what you're famous for, you, you, we record and then never post. <laughs> <laughs> so it's seemingly to, yeah, it's it seems like it's that way more than t- more times than I mean, I got to tell be. you. It's been yeah, like you're right. It's been 2 weeks. I'm excited. I've been so looking forward to coming and doing and this doing this podcast like yeah. taking notes, right? I've got all this stuff. Like 2 weeks I've been like I have like, notes too. Taking notes and I, I have notes, but I forgot where I took them. Oh, okay. Well, mine's <laughs> my mine are on my phone, but I'm always like, yes, I'm going to you know, go to Tyler's. We're going to do this episode. It's yeah. been a while. I can't wait to record and then not have a podcast out because he's just going to sit on it because <laughs> I just love coming in this, you know, recording and not having anything done with it. Yes. Well, no, this one, <laughs> this one and the one with Ding Ding will be edited and posted Sunday. I want to say, I think like the amount of podcasts that we have put out, there is an equal amount of podcasts that we have done no. close to it if, no. you, no, if you think no 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 I'm not, I'm not i'm not throwing shade i'm saying like if you look back when we first started okay that's fair and if you look at all the episodes that we did and just like sat on yes yeah, well, s- sitting on my computer somewhere I, yeah i don't want to <laughs> call them test because then people are like you guys have multiple episodes where you test it and it still sounds this shitty. <laughs> you, guys, yeah. you guys still have these yeah, we, audio problems. You guys still have these. We practiced for like a good days. three weeks before. Oh yeah, easily. Easily before yeah. we before I was finally like, all right, fuck it, let's post this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So man, I don't know. Listen, so I don't know. I know because I was gone. I've been gone for the last two weeks. I've been in San Jose. Yes, or, you have. Or what I call um, North Mexico. And, um, <laughs> yes, because, pretty much. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Again, I'm not throwing shade. But where Six, I was yeah. at, I it was literally, it was literally 99.9 percent of the time I was needing someone else to translate what was going on. Like no one speaking. They walked in. You know, I was uh, so people don't know. So um, my the, the company I work for, we acquired some new properties, and I had to go and get them into our company's. Um, tip-top shape right and so uh some of the clientele that were coming in they, they all paid it was insane they all paid cash of course they did so yeah. it was four thousand dollar cash deposits a night Ooh, it was insane how that's much cash scary was i know it very that's it, scary well the thing is now that down there no one robs because they know the, the, the girls that run the office are right are Mexican, right and like the Mexicans don't rob from Mexicans. You know what I'm saying? No, they don't. And so, and it's predominantly Mexican in that area where I was at. So basically, you were a prime target to be robbed. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I it's, what's really funny, yeah. But what's really funny, it, no, I'm like, I'm like that, like that mentality of like, if they see someone white in their neighborhood, they're like, oh, he's like, he's bait. He's like, there's probably something like, <laughs> like, like cops somewhere, and like they're waiting for me. Yeah, no, no. They're like, oh, he's like the bait bike, or he's like a bait car, right? He's like the bait white he's guy. He's INS bait. Yeah. <laughs> Well, okay, so what's funny about that is, um, speaking of INS, is that uh, 
I made a joke. Like, I made a very subtle joke because, you know, I don't know these girls' temperament and, like, what their sense of humor is. Right, So, exactly. I made some, you know, and you know how I am. So, like, I... I yes, I, I know can, how you are. <laughs> some people, people that know me know. Like, I can go full bore Seamus, but, like, yeah. I pulled it back. <laughs> and I was like, you know, you got to dip your toes, yeah. right? So, get I your, went Get in, your feet wet. Or yeah. Get their feet wet. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to just shove them into the Seamus pool. Um, so... I went in. I was like, "Oh, you know." I made a joke about how, like, a real set of joke about how, like, probably all your attendants are gonna assume like uh, I'm with Donald Trump. Or, you know, I mean, like, so, you know, like, you know, whatever, <laughs> like a joke, right? It's like, oh, you know, ha ha ha. I'm not joking when I say, at least three to four times a day, they would come in, they see me, and maybe he's one of the girls in, around the like in the, the office, and I'm like, oh, you know, welcome to, you know, I don't want to leave the names out, but like, welcome to such and such, you know, um, how can I help you? And they go. Uh, Espanol? Uh, no, no, I'm so sorry. Um, uh, do you, how how well is your English? And of course, you know, but I'm like using more hand movements, and I'm like, how well is your English? <laughs> you know, and they're like, no, yeah, no. the louder you talk, the better they understand. Right, you. exactly. Yeah, and and then and I mean, I'm like, I'll be like this. I'm like, piquito, and then no, uh, and they go Espanol, and I'm like, okay, give me one moment, and I have to get the girl, and then they have their conversation. And clearly, there, there. She could tell that she was having the the conversation with. Uh, Let me explain to you what why he, what we're doing because the new company took over, so there's a name change, and right? Right. There's a new billing structure, etc. Right. You know, because you work for the company. Yes. You were part of the first acquisition. So, anyway, so then I hear the customer, and they'll go, they'll go, blah, 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 and then they'll go like Trump, and they look at me. I swear to God. That's amazing. Like at least three or four times. And they go like, oh, no, no, no. He's with the company. Like in, in Spanish, like he's with the company. He's here to train us. But like literally every single one of them thought that we were out to raise their rent, you know, like get it, get, or move them out, like uh, evict them, et cetera. Like, it, I don't gonna know. going to build a wall in front of their storage unit. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like a whole thing. But, uh, and make it, them pay for it, right? But listen, I had a great time because, you know, I was out of my area. I was even closer to my daughter, and um, I got to do a lot of fun things, which is kind of the reason why I wanted to do uh, an episode more on sports. Okay. So I wanted yeah, to like, get, get into some it. sports stuff just because I feel like the last couple of weeks, there's been a lot of sports stuff happening or sports related in the realm like of yeah. sports. And it's something that, like, we never really, really got into. I mean, uh, we, I know, like, the, originally we talked about Colin Kaepernick. We did. We about, well, but that was the, realm, that sports realm, but it was more social issue. It was a social issue, absolutely. Well, because, I mean, who's talking about Kaepernick on the field? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> right. So, so, anyway, so I was like, oh, well, you know, we could do a sports episode because that's actually something that we – that's our – that's, like, you and I. That's our common ground. Yeah, absolutely. Like, tonight, right now, like, in the next what, hour, we have our two teams going at it. Yeah. Against each other. We have Kings, Sacramento Kings, Golden State Warriors. Should well, be a good time. Last time you and I talked about this, now I ended up going to that game. But, yeah, because you're, but you, but you're you, a two-face. You, you, te- you text me <laughs> and were like, hey, you, you ready to watch your Kings get annihilated tonight? And I was totally in agreement. I was like, yeah, absolutely. I'm like, I'm like, no, they're going to get they're gonna get murdered. I'm well, and go- I said that only jokingly because – and here's why. I'm like, I have hubris, and I, rightfully so, because the Warriors are like 42 and 6 or some shit at the well, time. Well, they're, they're, they're playing with a cheat code. But like. that will, yeah, right. Well, that, and they have the Kings number. Like, they, the Kings have 13 lost in a row. 13 games in a row against the Warriors. And I was like, but literally, I didn't want to give you, like, I think maybe I did give you a little bit of the, no, you the did. doubt. Because I was like, I don't know, man. Like, this tonight's the night that could you, break you, it. You said, you said that. That they're due. The kings are yeah, due. Yeah, the kings are due. I said the kings are due. Yeah. Right. So and I, I, I playfully said now, back, uh, probably not. But yeah. we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I jinxed him, but 
It was a great game. It was probably oh, it was. one of the best Warrior games it was, of the season, it even was though they one lost. one of the best games I've seen the Kings play. Yeah, and the Kings have won, what, four games in a row recently. Yeah, yeah. last night was their fourth. So, I mean, no one obviously cares, but still. Like, <laughs> I care. I care lots. No, so um, there's we could talk about that game because there were some fun things that happened in that game. Yes. Like Coach Kerr getting ejected oh my God. in the second. He, no, the first. It was the first. Third, no. no, second quarter. Second, second quarter, quarter. Second quarter. Second quarter. Because it, it was, was before halftime, and Draymond Green was holding him back. I literally thought that Kerr was going to rip that referee's face off. I know. And eat it. He's okay. Now I want to say I don't know if you can see, you can read lips. If you if you can oh, yeah, read the, lips, yeah. you know what he said. Oh, I I didn't because okay, so where my seat is, I can't read any kind of lips anywhere. But <laughs> right, right, right. I did see the highlights when I got home, and yeah, no, it didn't take a rocket scientist to read those lips. <laughs> I know it's pretty hard for you to watch some games where you sit because um, a lot of the, a lot of blood, you know, you get a blood, you get nosebleeds, so a lot of blood no. leaves the brain. No, so you haven't been, you haven't been there yet. I, I, you, <laughs> no, you, I know, I've been, I've been. I'm just fucking no, with it's you. it's um, it's not the it's not the high the, the height. It kills me. It's it's the people around me. No, I know. I've like. seen your videos. Of I have your special super, super fans. I have special kids. Is are you metaphorically speaking, like you're just being tongue in cheek, or like you actually have like you actually sit in a group where like um, well, Sacramento's the special kids, you know, need special there, needs kids. There's come. There's, a, there's a kid that I mean, I'm all for people cheering. Don't you, I mean that's why we're all there. We're all there to have right, fun right. and cheer and cheer our, our home team. Of course. Well, this kid is obviously a massive Kings fan, but he's also a massive retard. <laughs> he's, an, he's an annoyance. He's an annoyance because but he's, he's not also, really. No, he's special. There, there's he's for there, sure. There is something mentally wrong with this kid. I, I well, he's a Kings fan, so we already established that. I think it's ha 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 ha. But um, anyway, yeah, I hope he's dying. I hope he's dying. He's dying. Okay, sorry. Anyway, no. It wouldn't surprise me with Aspergers or, or some some form of, of something like that. But anyway. But I've seen, yeah, I've seen your he, video. He chants defense the entire game. <laughs> the entire game. Now. Maybe that's where the Kings lack and he knows it. So, but so it's he, not working. To, Guys, remember. <laughs> defense. Can you hear me? Defense. I think they can hear him. Oh, well. He's hated in our section. <laughs> oh, I bet. Oh, this kid is hated. And every time he shows up, everyone kind of looks at each other and goes, fuck, not this guy again. <laughs> And he goes with his dad, and his dad just sits there and eats, eats his popcorn and doesn't fucking say a word. Okay. And I'm like, I know all right, what you're dad. Talking about. All right, dad, can we please put some popcorn in that fat kid's mouth? I could diagnose that. I could diagnose that because here's what it is. I was just at a Warriors game. So speaking the reason I want – again, like I said, like I want to get into yeah. this is because um, when I was in San Jose, I took, in, I, I took it in. I took it all in. I went to a Sharks game. I went to a Warriors – I went to my first Sharks game, which we can get into that later exhilarating great seats first hockey game like i really first hockey game i've ever been to as, as a canadian that's saying a lot that is saying a lot second is that it had my attention from beginning to end and we talked on this podcast before about how i fucking hate hockey because i just i cannot follow it on tv it's and and, I, and everyone said this it's a completely different experience when you go and see it live it and I is was like, 100 you know i was like they were i went to the game guess who they were playing the Chicago Blackhawks, like basically the one of the best. Yeah, it's like you know, it's it, they're like, aren't they? I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, obviously Ding Ding's not here, and he's an Uber King, uh, uh, a Sharks fan. Oh, you just said Kings fan? No, I know. But I'm looking hockey. at you. I'm looking at you. I see your hat, your hat behind you. I mean, anyway. So, um, 
So, but no, no, but like, I think the, I could be wrong again. I mean, I have to look this up. I don't, we, this the show is not about fact checking. We've already established that, <laughs> but I think the Chicago Blackhawks are one of the most decorated. Um, They're definitely one of them. I the know highest the Philadelphia winning Flyers, Stanley Cup, like, you know, the Philadelphia champions. Flyers have won quite a few. But like in the last five years, the, the, no, the, the Blackhawks have won a The Blackhawks and the Boston Bruins have been like yeah. one, one A yes, and yes, one yes. B for the That's most right. part. So anyway, I went to that game. I don't want to get into it, but it was a fantastic time. I met some great people. Um, it was an older couple, like my parents' age. They like they live in Merced. They drive. They, they have season tickets. They drive to these games. That's crazy. That's a huge. It's a long drive. drive. It's a long drive. And they they they're all about it. They're all in. They're huge fans. Um, I befriended them because as soon as I sat down, as soon as I walked in, I'm like, I you know how I am. I yeah. immediately make friends with everyone yeah. in my section. Everybody around you is your friend at this game. Right. Oh, totally. Because we're all there for the same thing. Yeah. That's the fucking thing. That's like the best thing about sports is that like mm-hmm. you go and you have like 40,000 well, I'm speaking baseball numbers like 40,000 of your best friends are all there for the, for the same, same reason. reason that's the best thing and so yeah. this couple we oh my god like we literally it was great because I told them flat out I was like you know I've never been to a hockey game so like take it easy on me and they're like oh my god the whole game he's like oh can you see what this happened to see that they were like they were like explaining things. They to took me, you which, under their wing. They took me under. The, yeah, they took me under their wing. It was great. And um, <laughs> by the end of the night, I they the Sharks won. It was yes. like, it went uh, it was like a sudden. Well, first of all, it was Patrick Marlowe. People don't know. It's like <laughs> hockey, right? But it was we were all there to kind of see Patrick Marlowe's five hundredth goal. Yes. Okay. So he gets he gets four ninety nine, and we're like oh, like in the second period, he, I think he gets four ninety nine, and um. They call offsides, so they no. take it off. I know, and then he gets five hundred, but because of the offsides, it's still four ninety nine, and he and he ends the game at four ninety nine. But the Sharks came back at right in the last, like the last, um, I want to say less than like two minutes of the game, and just killed him with like three more goals. So it was like it was something like five to two or something like that. That's crazy. It was well, a great did they, game. Did they, did they empty the net and do that whole thing? Yes, they. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, and so then I go to turn. I'm like, yeah, awesome. Woo! Sharks, great time. Turned into my friends. Ghost me. Gone. Not even like, hey, it was great to meet you. It was great talking to you. We talked about family shit. Their daughter has a podcast. It was a whole thing, right? I talked about my podcast. We were sharing podcast notes. Who knows? They might be listening right now. It Hi, was, people. You should have said bye. It was, or they're nice they're to meet probably you. not listening, but their daughter has a podcast. It was something like... It was a, something church-related, but not church-related. It was like Lazy Sundays. Or, I forgot what it was. But anyway, good people, though. Assault of the earth, really. Um, and then, so Warriors, right? Go to the Warriors game. Got like these like and they played, pretty legit. They, they played, played the, the, the Charlotte, Charlotte Bob- Hornets. Hornets, yes. Yeah. I'm still Bobcat. Yeah. <laughs> well, so similar to your, your Uber King fan, right? This dude, I'm like sitting like in a suite – it's like I got like my own suite with like some other people. Right. Okay. I know. I and, know about, yeah. Um. It was great seats. And I. But anyway. So I'm I'm sitting next to the dad, and then the son is on his his right. Hmm. And you know I missed, it's I missed the first um quarter because of fucking a parking atrocities. Yeah. Ding, there. ding ding ding! And I were on the phone with you during uh, that. During no, that period it got for... worse. It was worse after I got off the phone with you. Much worse. Like infuriatingly worse. So anyway, I'll skip all that. This fan. He's like the uh, like the know-it-all, like calling every shot, like like loud. Just, he's just obnoxious, but he's just like, oh come on, man, what are you talking about? That's one of the you know. It's like he was like all loud and like gross the whole time, like the whole time, and like his dad was kind of hanging back because you could tell like he is a fan. He knows the game. Mm-hmm. If his dad wasn't there, and I put this to the test, 
he's doing it for his dad. Much like you're 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 ding ding at the at the Kings game, he was probably doing it for his dad because I like, don't think that he's aware. I, don't, I think ding ding at my game is not aware that there are any there's anybody else around him. Well, true. I, but, I think he is he is in his own world. He's beaten to his own drummer, and that drummer tells him to scream defense because right. even when the crowd is chanting defense, he's on a completely different note. Well, this dude's dad left to go get a um like a beer run. Okay, so I I, I don't and blame dad. So a <laughs> good, good job, like, dad. Five minutes of the game was going on. And homeboy sat on his hands. I think also too. I think zipped if, his lips. But I think also too. How old was this kid? Just my age, like my age. Okay, well that's we're like weird. talking like mid like mid thirties. Okay, well that's okay. I, I was I was thinking I pictured younger, but I guess what I'm saying is maybe he had to have his dad there to have his back, so to speak. If anyone were to say like, Maybe, Hey bro, but, shut no. up. Because then dad's there to go, Hey, don't talk to my son. Like, that. no, because you know, this dad was like so laid back. Like he was just there to just like enjoy the atmosphere and like all that shit. Like when I go to a game, that's typically how it is. I mean, I'd cheer for the Kings, but in the, in the right moments, I'm not, I'm not going to sit there and scream oh, my, for sure. my fucking face off right. like a jackass because yeah, I can't. Especially like in the first Three quarters, like really, the, the the I think from like the third to the fourth, that's when you really got to start amping it up, depending on where you're at with the, the score. But this guy Correct. was like, as soon as his dad came back, he was like, "Oh, Curry with the three, make it rain!" And like I mean, just and he goes right back to it. He's like, "I told you he was gonna drop it. He's gonna drop it from the hash mark." And he was like, he was just like dropping all this terminology. Like I mean, I get basketball terminology. I don't like I don't go full bore into it. But this guy knows like all the slang, the lingo. Uh, what do you want to call bystanders it? Bystanders of Bystanders, yeah, yeah. Of this guy, like, just wanting to, like, seemingly asshole. sound like he just knows the game better than anyone else. And he wants to prove something to his dad. That's awful. So, I hate those Anyway, people. so, Kerr, Coach Kerr, yeah. Sacramento Kings, he, he threw out some obscenities. He did. He, he, and, he uh, told the ref where the son, he, he told the he ref said, he was going to basically I think verbatim, I think, you know, I think I'm going to try and quote verbatim. I think he said, fuck you, you fucking motherfucker or fucking motherfucking asshole like there was like f words were flying, flying multiple yeah. f words there's a lot of technical fouls in that entire game yeah but that was kerr kerr had the two to get the boot yeah draymond got one demarcus got one and yeah. the king's coach got one yeah dave yeager for those of you that aren't aware of the king's coaches <laughs> so um but kerr got to find twenty five thousand dollars which is, I mean, a twenty dollar bill for. I know, but still, and he, you know what though? And to his credit, like he came out and he's like, everyone knows it's well documented. Kurt, like Steve Kerr has a horrible anger problem, and it's been like that for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but he came out, he apologized, he said I, it was well worth it. You know, I mean, he said he would pay double because, like, it, the, he knows how how in the wrong he was. Yeah. But, um, well, he was wrong. But it was a very entertaining, and I'm glad that he did get kicked out because I definitely think that Mike Brown taking over the coaching duties for the rest of the game definitely helped the Kings in the long run. Yeah, well, that game was— Well, the biggest thing the biggest thing that helped the Kings was, first of all, the Warriors had zero answer for DeMarcus Cousins in the post. Yeah, we had no Zaza. Well, they don't have Zaza tonight either. No, they haven't had Zaza for a long while. But well, there's going to be a—what um, do you call it? A, well, if you, look at the, if, you look at the, if you look at the stats, like— uh, Curry had a great night. I think he had a forty-five had a night. point night. Durant, bad night. He, he had ten he ghosted points. Himself. He had ten points, which was he the, played I think the, was forty-five the minutes, and he only had ten points. To I show don't think for. he so even had his first you know. field goal until the third quarter. Right, so you know he was having an off night, and then the Kings were just on from about the third, but the yeah. second, third, the, that, that last half, it was tight. 
It was it was the a first th- half was great. Third the third period tie. Fourth period tie. Win overtime, and you guys uh, you guys took it by three. Well, and that's where I think having Demarcus Cousins and you guys not really having an answer for him definitely helped because. And tonight it'll be. I think the Warriors just. The Warriors are still probably going to win by twenty. I'm not going to. Had I known, like all I got to do is just take out uh, Cousins in the balls, like everyone else (laughs) in the league. Well, but that still didn't work because the Kings still won that game. (laughs) Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. (laughs) And that guy, and the guy that hit him in the balls, he went to the locker room a little early. uh, Yeah, no, but he he went full bore. I feel like that's been a common thing for Cousins. A lot of dudes been going for uh, Cousins junk. Um, Dennis Schroeder of the Atlanta Hawks a couple of years ago grabbed him in the in the junk. Speaking of basketball, if if you didn't know or you ever been paying attention, because apparently this is like world news now, like the BBC was reporting it. Like it was like Trump and then um, Charles Oakley. So have you been paying – are, are you up on the whole Charles Oakley saga? I sure am. Yeah, absolutely. So former Knicks pl- – if for those don't know, former Knicks player uh, Charles Oakley was kicked out of the game at a uh, New York Knicks game and arrested. Story goes he's not very well liked by the owner. James of, Dolan. Right, James Dolan of the, uh, the of Knicks. Of the Knicks. Well, Charles Oakley's had a history of being maybe a little overly honest. He's an oversharer of certain situations. Sure. And that apparently is what pissed off James Dolan. And James Dolan won't even sit down and speak to Charles Oakley man to man. Well, yeah, I mean, like I was gonna say, because like Charles Oakley is under the impression that the New York Knicks chairman James Dolan doesn't like him very much, uh, and it might be related to Oakley repeatedly calling Dolan out for running his former team into the ground. Basically, um, but he has hard to argue. <laughs> yeah, the scoreboard on that one. Uh, the kicks, the kicks. The Knicks invented a 70th anniversary theme for their franchise. Uh, this year, hoping that fans would still pay to watch their latest sub 500 team, and um, sh- and you know, shitty. That's what shitty teams love to do. They love to like, oh yeah, you they, know, they, they, harken the, back the, to the times when the they gimmicks. weren't so shitty, right, right? Yeah, all the gimmicks. Like, hey, look, it's Patrick fucking Ewing. Anyway, now pay a grand for mid, you know, tier seats to watch a far less successful version of the team. Um, for all the players uh, brought back to their receive their glory days, applaud this year. Charles Oakley was uh, conspicuously not invited. Correct. So Oakley did what any angered giant would do. He went online and bought his own near court side tickets of the sure game, <laughs> which like <laughs> boss move, right? So within, <laughs> easily within shouting distance of James Dolan, he just berated the dude the entire game, or at least you know up to the point where he got kicked out, obviously. So arena security came to came to shut him down, and um, like the good old days when he did on the same on the court, but not twenty feet away from there, he basically started taking some security guards out in the hall. Yeah. I guess like, I guess basically he was, he was hustled out of the stands into the tunnels where he was handcuffed and arrested for low rent assault. On like, I think on like three, on three security guards, rent a cops and charged with, um, like, uh, like three counts of misdemeanor assault. Assault. So the saga just keeps going further from there because Adam Silver Stepped in. Well, before who is the commissioner? Before Adam Silver stepped in, James Dolan was on a New York radio show. Oh, okay, go and ahead. Basically, called out Charles Oakley for being an alcoholic, which good knowledge. I'm All not right. sure if that's true or not. I mean, because obviously James Dolan and Oakley don't have the closest relationship, so how would Dolan truly know what Charles Oakley? Right, where yeah, it's all are? yeah, 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 exactly. So it's, it's it's him just trying to make himself look 
better because the Knicks also released a statement after the incident basically saying that Charles Oakley needs help and he hope, they hope that he finds it soon. I did hear about that, yeah. So there was that. You know who needs help is that Carmelo Anthony out of that contract. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, Melo's getting paid regardless. The, True. The Knicks want him gone in the worst way. Mm. And he's got that But no is it trade. the Knicks or is it um, triangle well, defense? Is it's it the a, Knicks. It's, it's, it's Phil Jackson. Phil it's, Jackson, It's, it's yeah. the Knicks. But they were stupid and gave Melo a no trade clause. So basically, he's got the Knicks by the by the balls by the cousins. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. He's got the Knicks by the balls because because he can waive the no trade clause if he likes the team that he's going to. But right. he's, he's not going to fucking go to a bullshit team. Hell no. Well, he, he's going to go. He wants to go to a team that has a chance at winning. There's that bullshit about like him going to uh, the Cavaliers for trade with love, but then. Of course, now Kevin Love is out for six well, to eight yeah, weeks with knee surgery. Well, yeah, he's done for the season probably, and um, and of course LeBron, you know, you know Jesus spoke and he said like I'm gonna slap that, you know, media the guy or whatever the reporter that reported that because that's just bullshit and blah blah yep. blah. You know, typical well, the, the, the other rumor was that he was gonna go to the Clippers, but I'm not sure what the Clippers I can see are, that gonna, too. Are, are willing to give up to to potentially get Carmelo. Clippers need help. And well, with they, Chris they Paul being hurt yeah. for as long as he has been, they haven't they haven't been doing as well, but. Anyway, we're digressing. James Dolan. He's by far one of the worst owners in all of pro sports. Not just the NBA, but all of pro sports. Well, so Adam Silver stepped in. And Michael Jordan. And he got Michael Jordan involved. So apparently between, you know, um, a Jew and and the, God, and the, and the, the basketball god himself, <laughs> they uh, were able to move mountains and make it possible for Dolan to, uh, I guess, step foot in MSG. Madison Square Gardens again. Well, not Dolan, uh, Oakley. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, but you said Dolan. You said now Dolan. Can play it back. Play it, play it back right now. <laughs> I don't want to play it back. But anyway, maybe I misheard. But yeah, maybe you're right. Person. I don't know. Anyway, so, but yeah, no. So what they want, I mean, because Charles Oakley is one of the best Knicks ever. And I mean, outside of having, you know, his own opinion, hasn't really done anything wrong to deserve the treatment that he's received from the Knicks organization. Yeah. Obviously he shouldn't have, have, have gone to the game and he shouldn't have been screaming at Dolan the entire time. I'm right. not going to argue that No, for sure. He handled that a grown man. He, he handled, he handled that quite poorly. And obviously because he's an alcoholic, <laughs> <laughs> he just has money. You heard it here first. <laughs> he just published has, that. He just has money and he wants to just scream at James Dolan. And there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, he probably wasn't the only person in the stands screaming at James Dolan. <laughs> no, that's yeah, no. I mean, you got he's the, in fucking the New York. Entire MSG, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm surprised James Dolan even shows his face at games anymore, for that very reason, too. because clearly his ego cannot be damaged. Yeah, no. Um, so we'll get off the basketball, uh, baseball. It's it's that uh, time of the pitch, season. Pitchers dude. and catchers have reported. It's, and, it's uh, ready to go. Field players started today. Uh, yeah, or tomorrow. Or something uh, like that. today or tomorrow. I can't remember. So, Either way, by the time this podcast is out, it's happened. Yep. Um, and as you know, I went to Fan Fest. I'm a San Francisco Giants fan, as are you. As are, so as are I. Un- unapologetically, and I took my daughter to Fan Fest. We had a fantastic time. Got to meet Buster Posey, Buster Hunter Pence, and. George Contos? So yeah. So you got to meet Buster Posey's good friend Hunter Pence. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, so here's what here's what happened. My daughter was actually really excited to go. And I was I was cautiously 
optimistic about that. Well, the last couple fan fests have been kind of not lame. Well, we gone. We go every year. Right. I and don't. But the last couple, I remember you saying, have been kind of lackluster almost. Well, it was a setup. And so this year, they completely changed the setup and really loved what they did this year. Now, I, it was reported that about 30,000 people showed up, which is still a very good amount of people. Um, but which also at the same time made it more accessible to get autographs, which in prior years I've never done. I've never wanted to stand in the three-hour lines to get like God knows what relief pitchers uh, autograph. George yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't do and, that. And um, so, but this year I was like, okay, you know, they got the they got the kids autograph tent. So fourteen and under stand this line, right? So we got there. We exact. We did it just that. We found the line because I knew exactly. I mapped it all out. We stood in line. Um, we got halfway through the line. We, we found the line, and at the, there was a halfway point. At that point, the sign says, um, from this point on, 120 minutes wait. Ooh. So I was like, and the line goes up the back of the stairs to where the scoreboard is, down the uh, bleachers where we sat, right, right where the, along the um, Triples Alley wall, yes, and yes. The, the, the 756 James, uh, uh, the Bond Bonds. sign, right? Down the front, and then back up the bleachers. Fuck. And then goes back down the stairs. So we waited in that line, and luckily, I think people either just dipped out, like they just didn't want to wait any longer, because we were like, I'm a, I was, in, I was already mentally preparing for three hours. Now, that's all well and good because I'm a 30 year old person, but my daughter, who is five, I'm like, how long will her patience last? Now, my daughter is a beautiful, brilliant young girl, and I'm very lucky to have the child I have, but they're not always perfect. <laughs> so you're basically saying the patience of a Hold five-year-old isn't great. No, oh, I mean, I mean, statistically, like historically, no, not at all, not even remotely, <laughs> not even remotely. She's almost six, though, right? Uh, she will be six in March second, so yeah. right in two weeks. But she was a fucking angel, like just so good the entire day. Really, just listened, was really patient, didn't complain, stood in line. Like this girl, like much like when I took her to Disneyland at age four, and I was like saying to her, "Listen, there's gonna be a lot of walking. Do not expect me. There's a lot of walking and a lot of lines. Don't expect me to, to carry you to and from. I'm not gonna do that. All right. If you want to be here, you need to you need to step it up. Be a big girl and be wait a big in girl. Line. Right, yeah. right, right. Again, not a single issue with her." I had friends that went, and they're like, oh, we got to go back to the hotel because, you know, little Susie, she can't hang. Same age. Boom. Gone. Fucking Susie. And, like, and spent half of her days in the hotel, in the the day, in the hotel. And we literally were able to hit, like, every single ride. And my daughter fucking had a great time. Plus, at age four, she was, like. The height of most average women. So <laughs> that's, you've seen that's her. Fair. She, she My is daughter tall. is yeah, she's a great, tall, beautiful girl. But anyway, so she so was you're great. You're sure I'm not the father, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Is this like a? Is this like the uh, Steve? Uh, is this a Steve? Uh, what's his name? Was that say, with the or Maury or like Steve? Yeah, Wil- uh, Steve Wilkos. It's like Maury go. or Steve Wilkos show. It's like it's like whose sperm is it anyway? <laughs> so um no, so we do the whole lot. We befriend people around us. And same thing. I got now. I got friends. I got new friends. I got phone numbers. So like we're gonna hang out at like games. And go, maybe go to spring training. This there woman, she just moved to Roseville from Stockton. This dude, uh, Eric. I met him, and he lives in Antelope. And like we're all like right there. I'm like shit. Like, I, we're like we're all like neighbors, and we're all in San Francisco. We all kind of awesome. found, found some common ground, and that also again, you know, it. You're there for one reason. You're all friends. Yeah. Right. 
this benefited us greatly for a couple reasons. One, whether my daughter is an angel or not, all angels got to go tinkle. <laughs> That's now, true. <laughs> now, we got we were waiting for a, about a solid 45, 45 minutes before all of a sudden it's like, Daddy, Dad, I got to go. I got to go. And I'm like, one to ten, how bad? And it was like, oh, it's a two, I'm fine. And then, of course, as a five-year-old will do, five minutes later, it's an 11! And then you got to fucking run, and you got to find the bathroom. And, of course, that bathroom's got a line. And the whole time, you're like, baby, please, just don't pee your – just don't, don't – just don't – like, hold it. Like, don't think about anything else right now but just holding it in, right? Because my daughter – we've gotten to that point, and I've learned. And I've learned. I should have learned even better because, luckily, we never got to this point. But – Hand of God, last fan fest, same situation. She didn't tell me in time, and she no. pissed herself right there. <laughs> Luckily, it was in a parking lot, and I can just and I had baby wipes, and I can get her cleaned up because she was like five, this is last year, so she was you know she had just newly minted you know four she was four and a half five o'clock here five, so um so we we got to the bathroom, we got in line, we guys were waiting. Guess who comes to the bathroom? Fetty and his son. So oh. Fetty and I'm like Fetty, you're like what? You know, so we like we, we bro down for a little bit, but he's got other agendas because he's with other fa- friends and family, and they have their like plan. Because you gotta like when you go to fan fest, you have to have a plan. There's like a bunch of shit to do. There's Q and A stages. There's autograph booths. There's the uh, the dugout tours and the locker room tours. And there's like I mean the whole park is for you to do whatever the fuck you want in. I mean, I mean, to a certain degree, you know, I was just saying, uh, but you, but you have to also wait in a line to do. <laughs> so the anything. guy, so the guy was like, "Hey, man, don't worry about it. We'll hold your line. Go do your, you know, do your daughter's thing." So we finally got it. It was success. We, we went. The thing was finding him again because the line had moved greatly. So I wasn't sure. Like it was, it took some time, but I found him. So we got back in line. Uh, we got to the, we got to the front of the line. We got to, we got to and passed the. Oh, by the way, why, why, by that sign when I got to the one twenty sign, yes. the one the hundred twenty minute sign. Carissa bumped into me. No way. Swear. Wow. So I'm like bumping all these random people, right? It's great. So we talked to her for a little bit. Anyway, so we get to the, the right to the front of the line. We're like maybe 15, 20 people. And someone's, we, so people start feeding the information back to us. Oh, it's Eli Whiteside and George Contos. Oh, it's Eli Whiteside and George Contos. I'm like, so we're sitting in line. We're like, we're just Eli Whiteside and George Contos? Well, I already have Eli Whiteside's autograph from years prior at, at spring yeah, training. and he can keep it. <laughs> but um, so now I'm like, Okay, we just waited in line for three, almost three hours. And I'm like, and the best autograph I'm going to get out of that is George Contos. Like, listen, I love George Contos. No, I, yeah, he's one of my favorite relievers. Handsome dude. Um, he's, that's George. You know, we call him, hey, George. George. You know, it's George. And uh, great guy, great hand. You know, he's a handsome man. I mean, he's, he's just a, just an attractive man. I, I can't go, I, you know, he's, just, he's a good looking guy. All right. I don't want to get caught up with that. All right. Um, <laughs> but anyway. But I'm like, but I mean, three hours and for his autograph, I'm like, I don't know. So I'm like, so this other lady we met in line, she was kind of hanging back. She's like, well, my son wants Buster Posey's autograph. So we're going to just kind of hang back and see who the next guy is going to be. We're like, okay, maybe we'll do the same thing. Great plan, old lady. Well, the guy that's running the line, like, all right, everyone, uh, parents to the right, kids to the left. Let's have your autographs out, your autographed items out. Let's go. Blah, blah. You know, he's like, you, you can't wait. You got to get back. Let's go. He's like, I mean, he was like, like pushing people through. Wow. Great line manager. Like, I can't fault him for doing his job because he was doing it ace, like like an ace. He's a, he's a pro at this fan. Yeah, he's, thing. he's, he's a, he's a closer. He's a real, you know, <laughs> he's a closer. The Giants need to sign this guy because we, you know, he's a Melanson. We got Melanson. We got Melanson. Okay. So anyway, so we're like, oh, well, shit, we can't do anything. Our hands are tied. So we go through the line, 
get George's autograph. Thank you so much, sir. They cut the lineup right after us. All right, we're switching out the player. I'm like, oh my god, what? Like we just could have like uh, one more, one like, more, one, one, one one more person? person. Like fuck. So we go. We, so my daughter and I, we get the autograph. We're like, okay, cool. I'm I'm trying to be excited about it. So because Scarlett's gonna be like, wait, who, what? Who, who is this? Right, 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 right. <laughs> I mean, she already kind of was. Like, she knows the big names. Like, she knows the household Buster, names. Yeah, right, 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 right. So then we, I'm like, hey, babe, come over here. Come over here. Come over here. Let's go around this side of the barricade really quick. You know what? And I'm like talking to her. I'm like, hey, listen, this is this is a great get. I'm, I'm not mad about this autograph. But we do have one more ball in our backpack. And let's see if we can maybe, like, finagle our way back in line somewhere. Because, like, we don't know who we're going to get. But right. it's a gamble. It's a great gamble. Because if we can get ourselves right back in that front of the line, I mean, we're only, we're only again. We're only about fifteen people back, twenty people back. Right. And whoever it is, cool, whatever. Like we'll 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 be happy with whoever it is. Exactly. I mean, we're we're okay with Contos, but we could be happier with someone yeah. else. <laughs> right. Contos was the ninety-five Saturn. <laughs> right, right, right. So what happened is we go we double back, and it's in the garden area, right? Yes, it's in yes, the garden yes, area, yes, right? Yes, yes. So we double back, and I see I see a break in the ropes, and I see that old lady. And I walked her. I walked up to her, and I kind of like Scarlet. I keep Scarlet next to me. I tell Scarlet, I'm like, "Hey, stay, stay glued to me, okay? Stay right here. Stay. Do not go. In, just stay wherever I do. You follow suit." And she's a great listener. She's great. Well, I don't say she's a great. Listener. She's a good enough listener. She's you know for a five year old. Right. So I go up to Lady. I'm like, "Hey, so um, yeah, it was George Contos, and of course, right. I was like, I just walked right into her bubble as if like." We're best friends because we only shared half of a conversation once already. And I just <laughs> used that as leverage to cut in line. I cut. I, I broke some you know cardinal sins and rules and everything, right? So I, t- I take advantage of this. Because I, I, at worst case scenario, I'm like, hey, get no, no, get out of here. Cut, cut her. You cut. I mean, I don't. I mean, if that happens, I'm gonna turn red. I'm gonna run, and Scarlett's gonna just be left there. <laughs> but no, nothing happened because I'm so I'm having this conversation with her, and she's telling me about her son. You know, she's she's come the last three years, got everyone's autograph, but Buster posers, right? I hear I hear screaming, I hear chants, I turn around, Buster Posey walking into the walking to the tent, and I went and I turned around to everyone that I just cut in front of, and I said. Hey guys, it's Buster Posey, and they just like they were elated, right? They're like, "Oh, we don't give a shit if this guy cut. We know we're about to get Buster Posey's autograph." Now the the other fifty people behind them don't know I cut, but you know, eventually it might they might get lucky enough to get Buster Posey's autograph. But I knew we were. Well, that one, so you cut yep. the guy who who's in line just before Buster leaves. Oh, I He's know. He's gonna be none the wiser, <laughs> but man, is he gonna be pissed. <laughs> well, we were real quick. So here's what happens. So we get to the line. I'm like, I'm at this point. I'm doing what I can to kind of disguise myself. Keep in mind, I'm wearing camouflage pants, a giant uh, San Francisco Savs like a uh, uh, yes. shirt, a boutique shirt, right? Yes, yes, and yes. And my loud orange. Sacktown, Rivercat, Sacktown, Giants hat, right? So I'm like an oxymoron over here in camo and loud orange trying to hide from a guy that I'm just like, oh, please don't recognize me from 10 minutes ago, right? If you yelled at me for like trying to hang back in line. And so, but we get past him. We get, I get my, I give them my daughter the ball. She's ready. I'm like, she knows the plan. She knows the plan. You, you get the ball, you go for Buster Pose, you get the autograph. We get around the corner. Who is sitting next to Buster's right? Steve Decker, San Francisco Giants 
hitting coach. Yes. Also, friend of mine. I've known him for a few years. That's true. I remember this. Yeah. And I, I, when he was a, when he was the batting scout for the Sacramento Rivercats, he would fly into Sacramento Airport, and I worked for Avis Budget at the time, and I would always hook him up with rental cars. So, I mean, I got his number on my phone. Like we used to, we we used to text and communicate and stuff, right? And uh, so he sees me. He literally, I mean, it's I'm dead serious. A man that's on the Giants sitting next to Buster Posey goes, Seamus, points me out to my daughter. Is like, what? How do you know? How does he know? Who, who, what, what, how? <laughs> That's awesome. It's great. She gives Steve the ball to sign. Now, you can only get one autograph per ball or one autograph. So who is ever in the tent, you get one autograph. And I went, no. And I, in my mind, I went, no. So he, ha- he gets the autograph, he signs it, and he gets the ball back to Scarlett. Scarlett, of course, grabs it wrong. And smudges the, the autograph. Of course, yeah. Which I've told her, I trained her not to do that. Well, but I think the way he handed the ball back to her, and she was, was like in her own little world. But she knew the objective was Buster, Buster Posey. Posey. So she gets, so she, I'm like, oh, okay, baby, we're not. I kind of do the hand, like I grab her forearm with the ball in her hand. I'm like, and I guided it towards Buster Posey, right? <laughs> and um, so he, you know, he says hello to her, and he signs the autograph. Perfect. Like it's got this FSF logo on it, and he signs it right below, and it like per- I mean, just awesome. the autograph is perfect. It's a good, seen the good display, yeah. yeah. Good display autograph. Good display, yeah. If you want to get a case, it's perfect. But now, but I got this smudge, smudge, fucked up autograph. Listen, Steve, baby, I love you, but like you cannot be on my Buster Posey ball. <laughs> I immediately emulated and also concerned and a bit upset, but I'm like, it doesn't matter because I'm like, I can fix this, of course jump to me going home after dropping off my daughter that night i i get out the goo on goof off oh my god and i'm 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 scrubbing the signature <laughs> off I, and I'm, I'm 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 googling i'm googling what's the best way to get sharpie off of white leather and they're like oh yeah you know baking soda and lemon i'm like i got i got that i have that so i'm like mixing i'm like i'm like a scientist i'm mixing this shit together it's like a fucking third grade grade science project you know, I get the Q-tip and I'm like dabbing it on to see if it'll like fizz up and like remove. I'm like, oh fuck, dude. So now I got a good majority of it off, but there's still like this like bluish hue. hue yeah. So I got to do more to it. I got to get some leather conditioner or something. But anyway, <sighs> so I mean, not to make a long story longer. Um, we get we get upstairs to the uh, the Q and A stage because it's great. Like you, it's very intimate. You get like three players, and like you can ask you can literally ask them anything you want. And it's like your own like little private like uh, interview stage. That's them, awesome. Right? I mean, it, at most, I think they do like a – they fit like maybe like 100 people in there or something. It's really intimate. So we get there and like it's Hunter Pence and some others. And we're like, okay, so we're poised to like get Hunter Pence's autograph. So I've done – I've been there. I know where they come out and when. So we're poised to get his autograph. So I have her get the ball out. I'm like, listen, I'm going to hold you up. You're going to hold the ball so he's at your eye level. He's a tall dude. And you're gonna put that ball in his fucking face, and you're gonna get his <laughs> autograph. Cause I already have, listen, like I already have Buster Posey's autograph. I got it from spring training three or four years ago, but I got another one, and it's great because it's, it's beautiful. Anyway, so I'm like, I don't have Hunter Pence at all. I have a lot of the other players. So I was like, we got to get this. So he comes out, he comes out, and he actually does sign a couple autographs that people have. And then the cops are rushing him. They're like, no, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go. So he he pulls out of his pocket pre-signed baseball cards <laughs> That's awesome. like, of his. And he goes, boom, 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 and my daughter gets one. So stoked. We got, we got, but you know, I mean, it's not a, it's not an autograph ball, but it's a, you know, it's, it's a, a card. baseball card he signed. I'll take it. Absolutely. For now. <laughs> <laughs> 
You hear I'll that, Hunter? You hear that, him. Hunter? He's coming for you. Hunter Pence, if you, if you can see me right, right now, I'm wearing a T-shirt that says, Hunter for President, Pence makes sense. So, hey, it's better than what we got now. We got a Pence in the White House. <laughs> but my daughter was so great. I told her I told her she can have anything she wants at the end of the day. So, and I, by the way, my daughter not once even blushed about going to the slides. Really? Right. Like last year, lived on the slides. All That's all she it. did. And even when we've gone to the games, that's what she wants to do. Not once did she even mention. I said, "Babe, I'm surprised you want to go to the slides." And she's like, "No, I want to go. I want to go pick something out at the store." I'm like, "Okay, typical woman wants to go shopping." There you so, go. <laughs> so, um, so we go to the store. She picks out a really cute Giants stationery set, twelve bucks. I can. That's no problem for me. And then she picks out like a. It's like a um, an assorted like box of like maybe like what fifty? No, about a hundred cards. Okay. Hundred like baseball cards, Giants players spanning like forty years. She was into it. She wanted. That's what she was like. I want. She kept saying to me, she wanted baseball cards. I'm like, cool. Maybe she's gonna start her like. That's the interest, right? Collection. As a kid, like you know, we probably had more baseball cards than we did before we went to any game. Uh, yeah. So she's kind of did it backwards, but now she's got the baseball cards. She's interested, right? So her interest obviously has been growing over the years, which is fantastic. Um, and so the best part of our drive home, because we're like right after the movie, or right after that, we're gonna go see Lego Batman. Oh, how was that? Great. Well, I'll get into that. So, okay. I'm uh, not great. It was good, but um, okay. I'll double. I'll double back. I'll double back. Okay. So she goes through her pack, and we're, we have a good hour drive from San Francisco to Morgan Hill. The entire car ride, she goes through each card. Goes, is he dead? <laughs> I don't. I'm not, I swear to God, I, I don't know where it was coming from. She goes, every player, every card, is he dead? I'm like, babe, no. That's that was 1987. Like, the, he's probably like. 20 in that picture like no he's probably like grandpa's age if at best you know that's amazing you're 50 50s like these guys are like 50 or 60 years old i'm pretty sure like they you know i mean a lot of these guys i don't even know the names of some of these guys i'm like who <laughs> and so i'm like yeah they probably were a giant for a cup of coffee and that was about it right right so i mean the box of cards was 12 bucks not worth it uh clearly you know i mean yeah you had your 100 pences in there you had some posy cards but like you know obviously they're like still like not worth 10 cents you know no just, not you at know, all so it's just a rookie um, card, and then you can you start talking. Right, right, right. Well, of course, um, she finds like the one like Gary Carter when he was a giant. Oh my god! And I'm like, okay, well, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, babe, he's dead. He died two years ago from brain cancer. But yeah, but other than that, everyone else, as far as I know, is alive. So we had a beautiful day. She had such a great time. It's not no joke. In her stationary set, I posted this on my Instagram. It was the sweetest thing. She wrote this. I oh, helped her a little. I think I saw this. I helped her a little bit, but she wanted to write this. And it says, in her own handwriting, in her own words, I got baseball cards. It's it a letter to her mom. She wanted to write this letter to her mom about her day. I got baseball cards. I got autographs. I helped her with some spelling, but she knew her, she knew her letters. Um, I got to see players interviewed. I love baseball. I had a great day with my daddy. Mom. Love scarlet like just go. a beautiful thing that's awesome just, that's what you know as a father and as a parent like and getting them interested in you know in, uh, in i say inter i say interested by i mean like indoctrinated <laughs> into sports <laughs> she doesn't have a fucking choice <laughs> right so but yeah we went to see uh i'll make it real quick about batman lego batman uh please do solid first act solid first act uh like a, like a meddling second act and it's like a meh third act okay 
Well, I'll probably never see it. So <laughs> really, no. I mean, it's worth. See- it's really funny. They tie every Batman movie that's ever come about. Is Will into Arnett one. still Batman? Yes. Oh yeah, 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 okay. yeah, 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 yeah. But okay. it's great. It's good. Um, and speaking of, if you want to, while we were on the topic, um, Will Arnett might be our current Batman. Oh. Okay. So as you know, the Batman movie that um, Ben Affleck was going to be co-writing and directing, yes. and of course starring in correct he had to uh, a couple weeks ago he had to back out as a director okay and there was word that there was problems with the batman script Hmm. now with warner brothers what i hear is something that they like to do is when it comes to a new director a lot of the times they kind of like to throw out the script and when a new director comes in start new start fresh they want that director's point of view and his style and all that stuff right when it makes a story so they, there's, they're tentatively eyeing, and looks like it's all systems go for Matt Reeves, who, if you don't know, okay, yeah. he did like the Planet of the Apes movie, yes, yes. the new Apes movies, right? And uh, he did like a Cloverfield. Yes, no, which he's, he's we love. Good stuff. Good stuff. So he would be a, 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 a Batman in his world, right? In Matt Reeves' world would be great. Um, now, take this with a grain of salt, because there's been some recent more grumblings that Ben Affleck wants. 100% out of Batman completely. No! He, yep. he does not want to play Batman anymore. But he's fighting with Warner Brothers about it currently. That's now that's that's word on the street. Right, exactly. I don't want to be like this is a bona fide scoop guys, but you're here first. What I'm hearing is it's funny because like Variety like originally posted about how everyone at Warner Brothers loves the script, right? So people ran with that story, right? But it was a writer for Variety, but the writer for Variety never wrote about that for Variety. Ah. He just talked about it on his Twitter. Okay. So people were took that as word as, of, gold. as gold. Yeah, exactly. But that never came out, and now we have this possible story of Ben Affleck stepping down as Batman. Now. If possible, obviously we're gonna get Justice League and possibly a Justice League two with with him, maybe with Ben Affleck as Batman. Yeah, well, because and if he's yeah, and if he's contractually obligated to be in a standalone Batman movie, because I thought originally was it last year he signed he signed like five he signed like a five picture deal which included at least two cameos. Well, I guess one was Suicide Squad, must have been. Yeah, and maybe um, a Flash movie because there Flash we all know too is also a script's been thrown out. Right, like yeah, they've started I heard over that. with that. So that's a whole problem too. Why can't DC just get this shit right? Right, because I love these DC movies more than I love Marvel movies. I like the darkness of the DC me movies. Too. I like, I like that because the Marvel movies. And maybe have... that's a problem. Maybe that's what happened because both Superman, Batman versus Superman, and Suicide Squad were not critical darlings. No, definitely not. And but I like them both. They had a fan base, but they didn't have the fan base that Marvel Marvel has. has. So. Well, that's because people like the carrot, but I mean, that, that right. is what it is. I, I enjoyed both movies, but no, I, I get it. But DC, I just, it just irritates me because I like DC comics. I just I, want them to get right. it right. I think what happens is, because we looked at, we all, we've all, everyone's seen the new Avengers um, uh, behind the scenes yeah. trailer with like, where it's, you know, um, Tony Stark and Star-Lord and Spider-Man yes. hanging out together yes. talking about the movie which is fucking amazing to see but just to see Star-Lord you got like you see Rocket and Thor fighting side by side it's like amazing. what the fuck right amazing it's like why can't we get that like from DC, DC. but whatever anyway um, so 
there is a possibility. Like, I mean, if Batman, if if they're able to release Affleck from the Batman, you know, uh, Will Arnett has the voice for it. Yeah, but that's about it. That's but, it. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. No, and even then, it's it's a parody. It's a, it's so parody of like a Batman. So um, obviously, well, it doesn't if really work. If, but... if they do Will Arnett as Batman, no. they they've basically decided to do the same thing that Marvel did with Iron Man. Although that worked out with the snarkiness of of yeah, Robert Downey Jr. But you that, get, they're not going to go that route. You get that same type of character almost well, with Will Arnett. The only way it would work out if they did replace um, Affleck or Batfleck as we all know him as, um, it would have to be kind of like based on the whole Flash point, like the whole Flashpoint yeah. comics where Flash basically has a, a, a dim- interdimensional or is opposite different dimension right. world. So that's why you can change Batman. You can make him someone else because now it's a different, it's a different realm dimension, and dimension yeah. and everything. So, which Star Trek did it more or less. I mean, they kind of, they did their little, you know, weave about and, um, they sure did. Yeah. So anyway, uh, one little quick two thing I want to say, um, cause you know, again, we're huge Giants fans and yes. I was crushed to kind of hear that, um, Mike Kruko is going to yeah, be he's taking a step back. So he it's going to be Jeremy Affelt and, um, Javier Lopez in the booth, in the yeah. booth. Well, these are like away games. Um, but Kruko said to, uh, said by phone, he plan he has plans to broadcast. Kruko said. He plans to broadcast all the Giants' 81 home games and the National League West road games, but nothing east of Denver until playoffs. Uh, his mobility is hampered by a progressive but non-life-threatening disease. He revealed um, uh, to KMBR recently this week, so that's why I wanted to give them a little shout-out because like, that's all I ever listen to when I'm in my car. Um, oddly enough, I don't listen to podcasts. I just listen to sports radio. <laughs> so that's why I felt, I felt like, why not do a sports episode? Um so that's a bummer, but I know I know it's been a debil- it's been a problem for him for over the years. Well, he hasn't done a, sh- a game um, in Wrigley Field in like three seasons now because really? because Wrigley their press oh yeah booth is is really tough to get to mm-hmm. in general for anybody, and with him and his mobility issues, he hasn't been able to make that trip into Wrigley for a while. Um, do you want to get into any like a uh, NFL shit? I mean, you know, the Patriots won the fucking Super Bowl. Tom Brady's everyone's fucking darling, and fuck the Patriots. Um, how about the the six Patriots that are boycotting going to the the White House? I think a lot of people are making more out of that than there really needs to be. To be honest, I think that a lot of these guys, whatever. I mean, they they either want to go or they don't want to go, and that's fine. And there's yeah. no, you know, you I I get it. Um, I don't really have, I have no feelings one way or the other because there are also players that didn't go to the White House to meet Obama during his presidency. So yeah, well, that's the whole thing too. That's a little bit of a controversy or a controversy that um because Brady didn't go to the White House correct as like a political stance, but he didn't say his political stance. He just ended up going shopping with his wife somewhere or whatever. It was like yeah, he thing. just didn't go. But now he's going this year. And well, he and Trump players, are friends. Well, that's the thing. So these players actually came out and said, here's the reason we're not going to go. Even though Brady didn't have the balls to say, I'm a, I don't want to go because I don't support Obama because I'm a racist Boston. Well, he's not from Boston. He's from here. He's from like uh, fucking whatever. He's from he's Kilroy from Bay or Area. Something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, I don't know. He's so from, He's from uh, Martinez or something, right? He's from the, yeah, he's from over here somewhere. I forgot anyway, where it is. Whatever. Um, uh, Dolphins uh, left back, Quentin Moses. Sure. He is. Yeah, uh, he's dead. So anyway, um, yeah, that wasn't even a blip on my radar. <laughs> <laughs> I had no clue. Do you what... want to talk about the shitty Super Bowl? I know we're like two weeks removed, but do you want to talk about the shitty, the shittiest, the worst Super Bowl for commercials? Oh my god, it was awful. 
Like, where do I even begin? I think good thing I have notes here. (laughs) Uh, Man, I bet you do. America is fast becoming, or has become. I don't know if it's becoming anymore. We keep it saying becoming, but I think it's it's become. We're we're here. A nation of whiners. Uh, yeah. Like, ironically, the most vulnerable person among us are young, skinny white models. They get up every day, they shut their mouths, and they show off their tits and ass in public to catch a break. So hold on, are they, are, they, are, they shutting, are they shutting their mouths because they're not trying to eat, or are they too stupid to talk? No, no, I call that gumption. I okay, mean, okay, yeah, sure. You know, um, I mean, expunged from this year's Super Bowl bonanza of splash commercials were the hot titty models eating messy shit and washing cars or bikinis. We got no, like, Carl's Jr. commercials with, like, None. You know, sexual innuendos. We got no GoDaddy lesbian sex. Uh, no, there was know? a GoDaddy commercial, but it was weird. It was there was all it weird, was not and GoDaddy-ish. morose American. Like, like it's if they took the, if they had the Statue of Liberty, uh, produce the marketing and the commercials <laughs> for all the Super Bowl. Like it was like bring me your tired, your huddled masses. That's what was on. That was the Super Bowl commercials. Pretty much. No, it, it was. was all just sad, downtrodden like American. Like oh we're ama- you know like oh look at like America was built we're for America. foreigners like the uh, the the Budweiser commercial like great yeah. like great message, but God damn me. it <laughs> can I get, see some tits too? Is that so hard to ask? We're proud of you, America. Here's it's, some titties. <laughs> I mean, it's what we used to call God's America, but this year for feeling shitty about not being a better person, as explained by adults in beanies calling their parents to explain their cell phone data overages. Nixed the tits. We, it's like we, it's like we fasted during Ramadan or something like that. Like, what, it's fucking American football, okay? Yeah. No, you're right. I agree with you. I <sighs> didn't pay the commercials really any attention. I usually Awful. don't. They're all, I mean, like, like, well, so like we had the we had the funny like Melissa McCarthy Kia commercial where she was that like was pretty funny. The, she was like the eco warrior eating shit every like left turn. Yes. I mean, but we didn't have that one commercial that like started like a like a. a, a a movement on social media like no, last, well, yes, last we year did. it was puppy monkey baby oh i see what you're saying like a like a um like a social like a social uh movement like yeah. whatever. no not social movement like, like um a, like what am i thinking of uh pop culture a pop culture movement right so we didn't have no puppy we had monkey social baby. movements we had 84 lumber dumping like five billion dollars into a commercial about a mom and her daughter traveling through the yes. yucatan or whatever and they get to this wall and of course this wall has God's door built into it, where it <laughs> opens up into the promised land. Like, part of me wished that that whole commercial ended with like Mad Max, like Fury Road on the other side or something. But something or like a like a Walking Dead, Walking Dead, type yeah, of situation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, um, so uh, Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor, it's happening. It's happening. Oh wait, hold on. No, just check. Oh no, it's not happening. Well, anyway, well, I guess it sounded sound really close. Wait it, a minute, hold on. This just in? It's happening. Maybe? Kind of. Okay, so Come on, Floyd. I'm, I'm hearing that um, first I heard that both parties, Floyd and Connor, had a, like, basically signed to something, but there was a third party signature missing that they needed. I'm thinking that's Dana White because he's Probably, the one saying he's that the it's one. not happening. Well, Dana White wants it to happen. I don't think he does now. He offered up like twenty million dollars a piece. Listen, they, man, I don't know. I'm I'm hearing like he's like saying it's not it a happen. deal. 
Well, well, I think Dana White wants a piece of the pie as far as the pay-per-view money is concerned. And with the way Conor oh, McGregor's yeah. con- contract is set up and also the fact that Mayweather doesn't share. <laughs> well, Conor gets more money from the pay-per-view um, shares than he does the actual fight. Yes. Well, that's pretty – yeah, his contract is incredible. But it, I, I I've heard... never once paid for a no, pay-per-view no, 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 fight of any sort ever. No. That's what this Russian is, this is one pirating that, on the internet. This is one that <laughs> I might actually pay for just so that I have the the good quality just because I want to see this happen. Dude, the internet is – here's the greatest thing about the internet. It has porn and it has illegal Russian um, – like high end sports that you can anything you want from Russia, they they put it on the internet. I have a Mac, and then and then the, and then and they, explain to you with a Mac works. And then the uh, <laughs> and then and then the rest of the internet is like all the other shit you don't want, right? But um, I do I do like here's some shit though that McGregor said. Now McGregor does plan on flying this week to Vegas. He wants to this to happen with, in the worst way. Yeah, he's trying to make it happen this weekend. <laughs> like literally, he's flying to Vegas this weekend to meet with Floyd and like make some shit happen. I guess I don't know. He said that. So, anyways, I read this interview. He said he goes, I, I want to read this like in his the accent. His I cannot act- do yeah, like an I Irish can't, accent. I can't do an Irish accent. So, but um, he's like, uh, he says, uh, no one's work is clean like my work. My shots are clean. My shots are precise. Look at Nate. Nate was two hundred pounds when I when I hit him down. It was exactly like if a sniper had took aim at someone in between their eyeballs and then let that thing rip. The way he dropped, it was like a sack of shit. So that's a power I have. It's all in the nut sack. It's all in my ball sack. I just have confidence that comes from my giant big ball sack. And I know when I smack you, you're going down and that's it. That was pretty good. I mean, I wasn't even, I was barely trying, but I think if I went even there. harder, it would have been just like a fucking, like, it, it would have been, you'd have gone like from like British to like Australian. <laughs> it'd have been like, uh, the fucking, um, like the Carney people and snatch, like the Brad, the Brad Pitt people or like, it's like, I'm a hundred higher, you know, it's like, you can't just, you know, how you, you know, harness your inner preacher. Yeah. What's that guy's name in preacher? Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. He's great. He's on that show on, well, it's, it's a British show, but it's now on uh, Hulu. Misfits or some shit. Anyway, we gotta. I gotta watch that shit. Anyway, um, so he also thinks he's got the physical edge on an aging Mayweather. He said, uh, "He's forty years of age. He's got a little head on him. Honestly, my fists are bigger than his head. I sleep people. I put people unconscious. I'm stating facts. If I hit that man, his head is gonna go into the bleachers. You understand? If I crack that little head of his, it's gonna go clean off his shoulders into the bleachers. <laughs> so we all want that." I, I want that in the worst I way. Do I do not like I can't stand Mayweather. Floyd. Although Floyd was in Sacramento with a Kings game recently. Were they playing the Warriors? No. <laughs> Is him and Boogie fan uh, friends? Not that I'm aware of. Nah, well, you would think because they're both black. And you probably know because you think you're black. I don't think I know I'm black. I'm Dude. Black. You want to get into it? No. Well, I'm okay. Gonna try, we can, we can talk every about, episode, I got to shame you about we your... Can, we, can, we can talk about how Listen. Rap, rap is trying to whitewash their industry because chance the rapper took home oh god an abundance yeah. of, of awards but dude it's been going he's on like for... the, he's like the whitest black guy ever <laughs> and you guys then you got they have drake no who's the whitest black well drake is pretty close to i think personally no who's the other one frank ocean mm. he's a he's an r&b guy he's yeah, gay but, still. but he doesn't count listen we get it. tyler listen i know you listen to top 40 hip-hop you play pickup games at the y with your quote black friends i'm, I'm doing a lot of air quotes over here um, you don't act like you're not doing out of white guilt. Let's call a spade a spade. And when I say that, I'm referencing the black playing card face getting its balls snipped. 
It's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. Keep up. You're a white Uncle Tom who's compassionate to black culture, but you're not black. All right. I'm not compassionate to blacks. <laughs> that's that. You know what? That, but though, you know what though? But that's like telling a Holocaust survivor you know their struggle because you used a, to man a pizza oven at little at little Hitler's. Right. Pizzeria. You know that little. Anyway. Absolutely. Um, it was. You know that, that oven is a lot harder than it looks to operate. Anyway, now where? Could you imagine trying to get a million Jews in there? Oh my God! Stop. So start wearing a belt. Take the tags off your stickers and take tags and the hats off your stickers. There's your, no, there's no stickers on my hats. It's gay. And put a little bend in your bill for Christ's sake. You're white. My bills bend naturally. <laughs> my head is massive. Have you seen this thing? <laughs> that is true. Um, I don't know how much. Do you got anything? You got anything? I, I feel like I've been just like just rambling. What no, I'm I'm good. I think we we covered a lot. We covered a lot. Uh. Want to like just get into like some other other shit? Like, how about this one? Um, did you hear about Kanye West reporting that he's got uh, he's suffering from memory loss uh, following his stint in Sacramento? A lot, and a his lot hosp- of people, and his hospitalization. A lot of people want to wipe Sacramento from their memory, so <laughs> I don't blame him. <laughs> but like, that's the whole thing. Apparently, like you know, I think this is the same excuse his dad gave when he ran out on them. <laughs> Who's this wife? Who, who are these kids? I don't know. I got to go do my own thing. I'm Kanye. No, he doesn't, his dad doesn't need a joke. It doesn't doesn't excuse for that. He's just <laughs> black. Oh, okay. Well, um, Hugh Jackman uh, just underwent surgery again to remove cancer, skin cancer. So, I mean, we all know that Wolverine can't die, but Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh can. Jackman can. <laughs> and, yeah. So, uh, anyone that's listening. And if you uh, are of any skin, wear sunscreen. Cancer is a very prevalent disease, and you don't want to have carcinomas being lanced off your face, like Hugh Jackman, because that guy is a that's a handsome man. Yeah. <laughs> that's thank you for con- the contribution there. No, you got my back. <laughs> he's a he's a handsome fella. Yeah. I liked his sexiest man alive thing with oh, Dead, with Deadpool oh and Ryan Reynolds. Those are two. I mean, even with Ryan Reynolds looking like he did in Deadpool, I'd still gargle his balls. Any thoughts on um, Steph Curry and The Rock and Missy Copeland um, standing shoulder to shoulder against their uh, their uh, sponsor, Under Armour? I did see that, and I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, because Under Armour is um, Under Armour said something to the effect of how Trump is really going to help the economy. Yeah, and blah, and blah, all blah, stuff. Blah. And that now these, yeah, these athletes that are the face. Of- I'm honestly kind of surprised that Under Armour is even taking a stance at all in this particular issue. Yeah, like don't say like, shit. Yeah, just just keep your mouth shut and keep taking our money. I don't, I don't understand that. Like, dude. I don't know, man. People just like to run their mouths. These these executives think they can't be touched. They've got all these, you know, larger than life <sighs> athletes, actors, you know, with them, and they can't be touched. Well, you know what? Yeah, man. Try to explain that to a nine year old. Um. Oh, did you hear about the the Detroit Tigers owner, Mike Illich? Yeah, he, he kicked the bucket. Eighty seven. And right out the, the next day, his wig went on to sign free agent Brett Pill to a minor league contract. And invited him to spring training. <laughs> Have you seen that man? That wig that he wears? Uh, I mean, awful. like, God bless his soul, 87, but he wears a Jufro as a wig. Have you seen it? It's the <laughs> worst. And he puts soul glow in it. That thing is dripping with Jerry, Jerry Curl, Curl Juice. Jerry Curl Juice. 
It's a well, hard thing to say. He's got the the Bob Ross. Like. Dude, it's rough. <laughs> it looks not, I mean, it looks like something died on his head. That poor billionaire. Wherever <laughs> are, they, it is. are they gonna bury him with it? Uh, I hope so. I want to see that, that thing. thing needs to go away forever. <laughs> I want to see that thing. Like I want to see that thing get buried with him, and then like at night they have like a picture that like, that, that camera steadily like st- um, settles on his grave, and like a fog comes through, and then all of a sudden the like hair the pops. hair pops through the dirt <laughs> <laughs> for one last scare. No, um, but yeah, but true story though. Brett Pill, Giants uh, farm dude, that yeah. now in the uh, Tigers. That surprises me because he's kind of a nothing prospect. <laughs> he was he was something for a while. He was the first. He was a number one. He was a draft pick, number one draft pick. Well, Ugh, he, I can't even talk tonight. He didn't number even, one draft pick. He didn't even make like the Giants top ten when he was in their farm system, as far as prospects were concerned. I think he did. He had a lot of promise in the beginning, and then kind of fizzled out. Yeah, pretty much. Anyway, he's got a square egg. He's a weird dude. Anyway, um, anything we got? What do you got? I got some more shit, dude. I got. I came prepared tonight. <laughs> where where are we at with time? We're at an hour and ten. Let's keep going. (laughs) (laughs) I got to talk about this because it's news from Canada, and it doesn't involve terrorism. Fuck Canada. Uh, In 2008, a guy named Vince Lee was traveling by Greyhound bus in Canada when suddenly he stabbed another passenger to death. Oh, did did he slip and fall and stab this passenger to death? No, this guy was hungry because he went and ate some of his prime cuts and then served his head, severed his head with a pocket knife and then used his bobbling head to taunt the disembarked passengers who were standing outside the bus watching. Oh my god. This is a this this is crazy. No, that's Canadian. How very Canadian. <laughs> okay. Speaking of Canadian, so so this and this is we're going to go kind of completely different direction, but it's in the same realm. Okay. Head severing. Okay. You have Hulu, yes? Of course. You, have you have you watched that movie with Ryan Reynolds? It's called Buried? No. Voices. Uh, voices. No, I don't think it's so. It's relatively new. I want to say it came out in fifteen, so it hasn't been out for very long. It's okay. It's got it's 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 Ryan Reynolds, Anna Kendrick. Okay. And Kevin it, Costner. No, no, I don't know. <laughs> no, Kevin Costner. I think Anna Kendrick and Ryan Reynolds were the two biggest names in the movie, easily. Okay. Ryan Reynolds plays. It's a small town. I don't remember where it was. Berwyn, Canada. Yeah, well, it can, Berwyn, it, Alberta. It may have very well been Canada, but he plays kind Winnipeg. Of a, he he plays kind of a of a socially inept, okay, kind of outcast almost, and he has a job at at a bathtub factory huh. as a shipping guy. Well, okay. he asks. He's supposed to be on med- medication because some kind of court order. He gets violent without his medication. He hears voices, which is where the voices This is come great. In. This is great because this is this is, sounds very similar to the rest of my story. Okay. Ready? Yeah. It turns out Lee is schizophrenic. Oh. And doesn't just have a terrible sense of humor. <laughs> because at first I'm like, yeah, this guy, you know, he seemed funny at first, but I don't know now. Well, anyway, um, there are many lessons to be learned here, but specifically, if you can't afford a rental car or a train ticket, you have no business traveling. Stay the <laughs> fuck at home. I've been saying I've been saying this forever. Basically. I worked for a rental car company. People would get off the plane, they get to my counter, and guess what? They can't afford to get anywhere out of the fucking airport. Exactly. Stay home in your flyover state, you poor fucks. <laughs> so anyway, he was found not guilty what? of murder. 
<laughs> due to his mental illness and served nine years in a Canadian mental institution, which, if you don't know this, it's basically like the equivalent of an American Walmart. Are we sure this wasn't Florida? Uh, it's the it's the Florida of Canada. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Lee has been living in this state-funded apartment, uh, which is probably either totally uh, over-decorated or completely sterile for the past nine months. Um, if you look at it one way, he got free pad for cutting a guy's head off. Um, he has been subjected to monitoring and make sure he continues to take his medication. But his doctors have decided that this is no longer necessary. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. They are quoted as to saying, it is of the opinion of the weight of the evidence that does not substantiate Mr. Baker poses a significant threat to the safety of the public. All right. Move him, then move next door to him then. Yeah, exactly. You fucking idiots. Whether or not the person is mentally ill is irrelevant. It's how dangerous you are, okay? In fact, the mentally ill are statistically much more dangerous than your average gangbanger. Yeah. Especially because they're the only thing keeping them from severing heads is eating a few brain pills. Okay? <laughs> Jesus. So, back to my movie. Because it is, it's very eerily similar. Um, because Ryan Reynolds is also a Canadian that plays a, a right. A guy that well, he's Canadian in real life, yeah. so not a stretch for him. So anyway, he's on medication. He has court-appointed uh, psychiatric visits uh, weekly, and his psychiatrist makes sure that he is taking his pills. Now he's he does he's not taking his pills. He's got a dog and a cat, and part of his mental instability is that he thinks his dog and cat are talking to him, and his dog and cat are evil. Well, well I I talked to my by my pets and they are definitely evil well this cat had a uh, conor mcgregor type accent <laughs> and was basically telling ryan reynolds character that don't worry about it i kill all the time it's cool yeah birds and yeah riot mice i don't know well <laughs> ryan reynolds had a big crush on this english accountant played chick. by anna kendrick no okay well, anna kendrick ends up being one of them because can she do an accent can, no. Do we know if Anna Kendrick can do an accent? This chick was there. I mean, there was a pretty. It was anyway. Okay. Long story short, he accidentally he accidentally stabs. <laughs> Is there an air, air quotes to this accidentally? <laughs> okay, gotcha. Spoiler alert. Draw your own conclusions when you <laughs> watch the movie. <laughs> anyway, you should watch this movie. It was, I'll check it out. It was even though you just ruined it for me. No, just watch it. <laughs> you know what's typical Tyler you ruining movies. <laughs> So, Watch the movie. So here's the thing. Lee, who in the only bright spot in his career changed his name because you kind of got to after you've done some shit like that. <laughs> yes. Um, has total 100% freedom. He's not on parole and he's not monitored. He's free to board whatever Greyhound, wherever he wants to go. Uh, and he's easily the top five scariest guys on that Greyhound. Have you been on a Greyhound? I have not, and I don't want it's to. Like a, it's like a bus going to prison. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well bars? be. I yeah. Mean. <laughs> it, yeah, right? So we need to rethink how we look at mental illness. If you kill a guy and eat him, for whatever reason, you shouldn't be out walking around, okay? Um, some sane people are total dicks. I get that. Some schizoid think they're on The Simpsons. Uh, some some, And some of those people that think they're on The Simpsons, they like to sever heads. So, if I don't understand, it's like listen, we if take a cue from Walking Dead. 
if you're eating people, you got to get a headshot. You got to yeah, get gotta double die. tap. Yeah, behead. The, I mean, you're basically this guy. You're beheading the wrong people. You know. Yeah. Um. Unless you're Negan. Yeah. In well, which case. Yeah. I mean, he's not taking people's heads off, but he's definitely bashing them in. And, like, really the last thing I want to touch on, and this is, like, this is probably the heavier part. I'm going to try to add some humor to it because it involves uh, children fucking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Speaking of mental illnesses, um, the Hold son, on, there's something mentally wrong with fucking kids? <laughs> well, it kind of all depends on which organization you belong to. Yeah, NAMBLA Association member. Um, so, Jerry, the son... Of Jerry Sandusky. Oh yes. That everyone knows that last name because it name that name rhymes with sexy scandals. Yeah, I heard um, about this. He has now been popped for child misconduct. So he the apple doesn't fall far from the tree is what you're saying. His so the guy this Jerry Sandusky's son, Jerry De- Sandusky Jr. or whatever it is. Well, sure. Right well, after what he well. did, sure. Yeah. I think that's, I think actually that's his name. That's even better. Well. He has been, I guess, going after the child of his girlfriend, who is 10. Now, some things may have already happened. I don't want to get too deep, deep into the details because sometimes you read these things and you're like, and I'm going to go ahead and end it right there. Right. But the step, the dad of the dude saw texts on the kid's phone from... From Sandusky. From said pedophile, Sandusky, yeah. Well, By the way, can we just change pedophile? His pedophile sounds like... Something that might be cool, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm, I'm a collector of uh, rare vinyl. You know, like, there's audiophiles, pedophile. I mean, I don't know. I think like, pedophile. Pedophile sounds like someone that's, like, into, like, um, that's, like, the collects, like, Nike Air Force Ones. Like, you know, ped, which means, like, the, it's, like, the Greek that's or whatever. Fair. Or Latin for feet, and et cetera. Anyway. We should just call so Spade just call, call them kid fuckers. Yeah. So, <laughs> sand, let's just call them Sanduskies. Um, but the thing is, now, there is a... Baltimore Ravens sports announcer named San- Jerry Sandusky yes. with a G who has been getting all this guy's no. hate Twitter mail. That's awesome, though. By the way, another thing, too. I'm going to put this out here. If someone can nuke Twitter and just be done with Twitter, I would be uh, just a happier person. I think it's just a, such a drag on our society as a whole. I enjoyed, but I enjoyed get watching those, the world burn. Yeah, we won't get those can- beautiful texts from President – I'm not even going to say his name. This is a safe place. We I don't think we've really said his name the entire like. No, we, two ta- hour we talked about we talked about well, him. We were in the White House. We never said his name. This is a listen. This is a this is a T R U M P safe zone. End this episode. Right, we're gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna make that the title. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I'm gonna go T dash R dash U M P safe zone. Um. But yeah, man. I mean, that's 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 all I've got for notes. Is something I've been kind of uh, putting aside and going through. Yeah, it was, this is a solid episode. It was. It's gonna be a nice long one. We're almost at an hour and a half now. Yeah, which is fine. <laughs> I have no qualms against that. We're good. We haven't talked or seen each other in two weeks, so this is good. We just give the people what they want. By the way, score of the Kings Warriors game: twelve to twenty-two. Kings are ahead, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, sure yeah. they are. Man, just. Just leave. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, it's been a while. I, I I missed the I missed doing the show. I'm glad oh, to be back. Oh, me too, man. I'm I, I yeah. Me I too. have been a um, I have been a passive aggressive asshole to you, and rightfully so. Yeah. 
like the last two weeks. Yes. Because I know you guys did the show two weeks ago, and I tried to help out with that. I even designed something for the podcast. Yes, you did. And it's fantastic, that. and I'm definitely going to use it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, now i got to do something else, and it's been two weeks. But, yeah, we got to give the people what they want. We do. I have, to, I have to get better at this. Some way of them for them to kill time on their commutes. <laughs> yes. And well, here's some a nonsense. Here is a definite. This is going to kill a lot of time um, in their commute and possibly their lives. So I have five friends all that we all know that listens and your parents. So we want to give them what they want. Well, we've got <laughs> we had like we, you know what I think Red Wings has the most listens, which is at ninety. Funny. At ninety. Wow. Okay. I think TMI, the one where I shit my pants, is, yes. at, is at like eighty-seven or eighty-eight. All right. And everything else is hovering between like fifth, like high fifties and okay. mid sixties. Well, I know, like you like to always tell your our listeners to like tell a friend, tell a friend. You know, I mean, you don't have to, but I mean, <laughs> because yes, you do. The thing is, we don't want people to get hooked on a show and then you not. Provi- no, you I'm not, gonna get better at this. With these episodes, I've got, a, I've, got a, I've got this job thing, and it's just been killing me, and I've been sick, and it's just been one thing after another. But um, I, I know I go out of my way and I post that thing on the on because I, I I'm talking to you. You know, and you're saying, yeah, you know, the, the, the episode is going to be out this week. And I said, cool, because, you know, it's I mean, I've been on your ass about it. Yes, you have. And I and so I post that thing. I said, if it's if it is important to you, you will find a way. If not, you'll find an excuse. Yeah. Well, and so I, all I've gotten from you is excuses. Excuses. And in the beginning, you said that you want this podcast to be like the moneymaker. And when you want it to be and, everything, yeah. some of that fun, that's fun for you to do. And like, you know, you can quit your job. Yeah, absolutely. And do that. And now your job is, is killing is the podcast. killing the podcast. <laughs> all right. So we need we need to upload a podcast in the old poop shoot. All right. The old podcast poop shoot. Yeah, we are. And get it onto iTunes so yes. that people can enjoy. Yes, it will be done. It will be done this weekend. Sunday. 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 I'll all right. Go, well, I'll upload this. Thing. That's all I got. That's all I got, too. I think it was good. We're good. Yeah. We're, we're martyrs. We're for hire. And we're out. Woo! <laughs> Bitches want money stack. I just want my percent. She told me to hit the hole. I used to play running back. You niggas be fumbling. Don't you give them no gun again. These bitches be flying out, check. Cause money be coming in. Said the money be coming in. The money be coming in. The money be coming in.